Hello and welcome to the Fitness for Sport podcast by Athletic Strength UK. This is your host, Connor Stewart. Hello and welcome to episode number five of the Fitness for Sport podcast. Today's episode is all about challenging yourself, realising that without challenge and without pushing your boundaries, you're never really going to achieve your training goals, your competition goals or any of your life goals particularly. Now, this is a strong topic, it is a topic that I'm quite passionate about and that over the past few years that I've realised and continue to realise that is something that we all have to do. It's something that we always have to do and will always have to continue to do. I realise this topic might be quite daunting for some people because pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone and doing things that you are unfamiliar with and uncomfortable with is inherently nerve-wracking and it's not easy to do but the reward at the end of it is far greater than whatever it would be if you hadn't have pushed yourself and it is the only real way to progress in training and life in whatever and this is most easily demonstrable in your sport preparation in your gym programs because if you only ever do what make if you only ever do what makes you comfortable in the gym you only ever do your squats you only ever do your deadlifts you only ever do your bench press maybe there's a few sprinting and jumping exercises you like doing they're comfortable you're good at them you know you feel like you've achieved something at the end of the session unlike something where you aren't as familiar with it in your mind it's not doing anything for you but in reality you're just staying in the same place you're you aren't moving forward because you're only staying in the same zone and whilst it's great you know always pushing your bench press numbers always pushing your back squat numbers when it comes to really number one reducing injury risk and increasing your availability to train tactically for your sport it's not really going to be enough if I'm honest and it's not really going to cut the mustard at all because you are soon going to hit a point where you plateau and your numbers aren't going to be going up and you're going to be wasting all this time in the gym doing the same thing you always do and not seeing any progression and then you're going to start saying well I'm not progressing because of reason x and y when the real reason is that you're not willing to do something that makes you uncomfortable you're not willing to push yourself beyond what you know I mean how many of your sporting idols have gone into a situation where it was so beyond their comfort zone that they either thought they were going to fail or it just made them nervous and uncomfortable. It probably didn't seem that on the outside. I mean, if you look at anyone from Michael Jordan in the Chicago Bulls era, Usain Bolt in his first Olympic Games, you can look at Johnny Wilkinson in that World Cup final, You could pick a whole host of people who 
were willing to push their boundaries, get into a situation which they were inherently uncomfortable with, but have the self-confidence and the self-belief that they were going to succeed and come out the other side. And that challenge beyond their comfort zone, that success that they saw over the horizon was more powerful than their little voice in their head which told them no. And we could get into a whole discussion about training efficacy and preparing for those moments, but any of you who are listening who have perhaps competed in a big event or you know your team has got to the cup final or the league final it is a situation which you can never truly replicate in training you can do you can do all the moves you can train your best and that is absolutely going to go a long way to you succeeding and to you really achieving your goals but until you accept that you should be comfortable being uncomfortable that you should live outside of your comfort zone then you're never really going to get there and the people who I just mentioned like the Michael Jordans and the Usain Bolts they would never have got there if they just stayed in their comfort zone I think the only reason why I'm talking about Michael Jordan is because I watched a video of him the other day, so he's sort of fresh in my mind, but everyone knows the story that Michael Jordan got dropped from his high school basketball team. If it's college, then I apologise, I've got that wrong. But he got dropped from one of his teams. Now, if he was to seek his comfort zone, which would have been people telling him oh, this, you know, the coach has done you wrong, the coach has done this to you, you should go to another school where you're going to play, you should do this, you know, I can't believe this person has done this to you, you deserve this 100%, you're the next prodigy, then he may never have made it. But because he was willing to go beyond his comfort zone, he was willing to go beyond what was expected and to prove himself and to work back on the team he then became comfortable being uncomfortable being dropped was an outside experience for him but having that outside experience meant that his boundaries and the knowledge of what he could do became greater so It's not a case of if you step beyond your comfort zone and you fail or you succeed, then something bad is going to happen. Usually, it just means that your experience and what you know within yourself about what you can succeed in doing and what happens when you do work hard expands and even when things don't go to plan you know that you've got the resources to deal with what comes and to really make the most of any sort of situation your ultimate goals 
will be beyond your comfort zone. It will be new experiences and new challenges that will get you to where you want to be. Nothing that anyone has ever done has been in a comfort zone because comfort zones don't promote innovation. Comfort zones don't promote new thoughts, ideas, new actions that progress you to the greener pastures. To me, the biggest example of this is people who stay in their hometowns their whole lives. Your hometown where you grew up, you went to the local primary school, you went to the local secondary school, you went to the sixth form. If you went to university, you went to the local university, but you didn't stay in halls because you wanted to live at home. And then when you moved out, you got a flat or you got a house where you've always lived. That is the epitome of comfort zone to me. And people who aren't willing to move away, who aren't willing to spread their wings and go see what the world has to offer and go to challenge themselves, I personally don't think they're ever going to really live a fulfilled life because the world is a huge place and with modern technology you can go anywhere in an instant. If you wanted right now to book a six-week backpacking trip through Central America, you could do that and you could be away in two or three days. That is how quick you can change your life and how you can expand your horizons quite literally. So why people want to stay where they've always been is really a mystery to me. I think, well certainly when I came back from university, I I thought I was a failure and I thought I was somehow not fulfilling my potential having to move back home because I never wanted to move back home. I thought that, you know, I'd be set in Leeds and I'd have a good job with the rugby club that I'd interned at. Unfortunately, when that all sort of fell through and I found myself back home, it was the antithesis of what I thought I would be doing and what I thought would bring me a happy and successful life. In that situation, everyone moves back home at some point in their life. The classic quote, I can't remember what film it's from, but home is where you hang your hat. Home is where you can always go back to, to sort of reset yourself and take a breather and then go off again. What isn't good is stagnating in the same place and just accepting the fact that you're going to be somewhere the rest of your life. I think you need to be open to new opportunities, you need to be open to doing new things. A personal example of this from me is my decision to study at Leeds Beckett University to play for the rugby league team there. Now, being from down south, if you're not familiar with rugby league, south or London and the south of England, rugby league doesn't particularly exist on any sort of scale. It is a predominantly northern sport played in Yorkshire and Lancashire. So the choice from someone who grew up south of London, 
had limited rugby league playing experience to then want to go and play for the best student rugby league team in the country and in my final year I achieved my goal of playing for the first team I could have easily stayed in my comfort zone and gone to a London university or a local university where they had a real bang average rugby league team nothing special I could have played four years solidly captain the team for however many years but that would have meant staying in my comfort zone I wanted to show myself and show others what I could really do and I really wanted the opportunity to push myself as far as I could and that wasn't going to happen if I went to a local university I knew that and on the grand scheme of things Leeds isn't that far away from London it's a three and a half four hour drive depending on traffic but it was far enough away and their team credentials were strong enough that I knew that if I wanted to really achieve what I thought I could and to really test myself against some of the best student rugby league players in the country that I needed to do it and I cannot put into words how grateful I am that I took that leap of faith and that I jumped and went there and dove excuse me head first into the challenge and it wasn't easy it was nerve-wracking it was way out of my comfort zone but it was probably the best four seasons of my life and I wouldn't change it for anything for some of you listening to this that will feel like a step too far it will feel something that you could never do so what I encourage you to do is to start off doing little things find little things in your life that push your comfort zone and once you realize that nothing bad is going to happen and that ultimately only positives are going to come out of the situation then you can start looking onto bigger things but if you're ready to take a jump and you're ready to take a leap and it's the right time then I wholeheartedly encourage you to do that and it's going to be one of the best experiences you'll ever have because nothing good like I said before comes out of staying in your comfort zone just pulling this back to training now because I know that was a bit of a tangent but I just wanted to demonstrate my point about what I'm talking about is how training plans can get into this pitfall of staying in your comfort zone now I understand it's not easy to sit down and plan a lot of training that's why I created the athlete development programs because it takes that stress and it takes that worry away from you about having to create long-term plans and you can get 12 weeks of structured periodized training programs which you are going which is going to transfer to your sport but what usually happens with people is they'll say to themselves I've got to go to the gym today who can I go with I'll go with your usual gym partner you set a time and then you so you turn up and you say to one another what do you want to do at the gym today 
and somebody will say, I fancy doing back and biceps, and the other person will go, oh, I did back yesterday, can we do a bit of bench and biceps? And you go, oh, yeah, okay, I was planning on doing that tomorrow, but we'll do that. And then you'll go through the routine of doing bench press, dumbbell incline press, flies, some assistance exercises, you might finish with a arm burnout finisher, and that will be your routine. And then you'll turn up tomorrow and you'll do all this familiar back exercises. You'll do all your familiar leg exercises. You won't stop and think about if it's the right structure for you, if, if it's the right direction for your sport and for your training. You'll just do it because it's comfortable, because you don't have to think about it, because you know that you can get that quote-unquote good feeling at the end when all the endorphins kick in and all of that sort of stuff but in reality if you were to instead think number one training movements over muscles that is the most important thing you've got to think about thinking about movement means you'll never forget a muscle but if you train muscles you'll always forget about movements training for bodybuilding and aesthetics is way overrated in my opinion I think if you're really dedicated about your sport and you spend your time in the gym trying to quote-unquote get big and get swole, then you're just wasting your time because you're going to get muscle hypertrophy, you're going to lose a bit of body fat, so you're going to get those results anyway. So you might as well just train for sport and you might as well train to increase your performance and reduce your injury risk. And doing the uncomfortable exercises like rear foot elevated split squats, like single arm dumbbell presses, lateral lunges, drop lunges, slider leg curls, things that you're not comfortable with are ultimately going to be what improves your performance the most because your central nervous system and your body is going to be used to the exercises that you usually do and like I said before, you're going to plateau. Your body always responds to new stimulus and new training techniques. So if you want continued improvement and you're serious about continued improvement, you need to be changing your training. You need to be doing things that aren't comfortable to you. Now that's not to say if you have programmed a barbell back squat that you should rigidly stick to that because I understand there are some exercises that you just can't do. For me, it is the barbell back squat. I don't like doing it. I won't do it. I'll always find an alternative. And there are loads of alternatives. You could safety bar squat, front squat, box squat, all sorts. And this is where training movements instead of muscles comes in. Training a lower body push is a barbell back squat, training a lower body push is a safety bar squat, is a front squat, is a box squat. So you need to realize that, yes, on the one hand, you need to push yourself and try new exercises and do different things, but you've got to find the balance between doing what you can do and doing it well and pushing yourself. Because if you're gonna cause yourself injury, there's no point in doing it. You're just, well, you, it's self-destruction, isn't it? If you're just gonna cause yourself injury. So find a solution that works for you.
I also think people are really reluctant to ask for help and I think that is well founded because a lot of personal trainers probably aren't as knowledgeable as they think they are. They often don't have a good understanding of sport performance. It's a whole can of worms and a heap of things and you know I'm like I say I'm not bashing personal trainers personally it's just the business and it's just how the qualification gets done so not asking for help is well founded but you need to find someone or you need to find somewhere where you can ask for help when you don't know the answer now that might be your friend who is a semi-pro player and does a strength and conditioning program what I would hope it would be is Athletic Strength UK because if you've ever got a question you can always message me on Instagram or on Facebook you can send me an email whatever it may be I'll always be here to answer your questions so don't be afraid to send them in but just make sure you don't get stuck in the pitfalls of doing the same thing all the time that's when things go wrong that's when you start losing the love of training you stop going to the gym and then it all sort of spirals down from there that's it for today's episode thank you very much for listening don't forget to subscribe don't forget to leave a five star review and if you've got any feedback absolutely don't hesitate to send it in that's it for another episode of the fitness for sport podcast thank you very much for listening this is the part where i tell you to go and sign up to the mailing list now if you want free training advice and guidance every day then make sure you click the description in the show notes or you go to yes.athleticstrengthuk.co.uk forward slash sign underscore up and you will get a new email in your inbox every monday to friday with free training advice, free guidance from everything from weight training, power training, speed training to mental health and all the rest. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to sign up. Click the link in the show notes and I shall see you next time.